welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello everyone, welcome to our November q and I'm going to be answering two questions today because I got a little lengthy with my response for question number two and I just didn't want the episode to go too long. These are supposed to be nuggets after all. So two questions that I'm going to be answering for November. And like I always say, I do post a question box on Instagram about one to two times a month that you can submit questions for the podcast specifically, and then I will answer them throughout our Q&A episode. So number one, how do you cook with your kids around? This is a great question. Um, it has gotten harder, I will say, with um, a little boy who is into everything. The girls I could kind of set up with like an activity or dolls or Legos or um coloring and they were very content. Alex likes to be with mommy at all times and empties out all of my cabinets. So I have a few tips. So number one, give them playtime in their rooms, audiobooks or music. I do this a lot with the girls. They are four and six. So I feel like this works well with that age. Um, they listen to like stories or audiobooks or music, and then they get to color. They like to call it playtime in their room and they get actually very excited to be able to go in there and play together. And so I usually will give them about 30 minutes in there and I will like speed cook or meal prep or throw something in the instant pot. Um, instant pot is one of the best things that you can invest in and learn how to use, especially with kids, because you can just throw it all in and walk away. You don't have to hover over the stove or the oven. It is honestly my favorite tool in my kitchen. And so I give them some playtime in their rooms, audiobooks or music. I also utilize when they are asleep. So nap time, Alex still takes a very nice nap in the afternoons. Thank God. Lily sometimes naps, but most of the time we'll do quiet time in her room on the days that she is home with me. She only goes part-time to school. And so I utilize the time that they're asleep to get a little bit of a head start. I have been honestly cooking dinner during nap time lately because it just helps me get ahead, make sure that we are still eating a home-cooked meal. Um, but also I'm better able to focus on cooking instead of waiting till 4 or 5 p.m. when it's chaos in the house. You all know that time of the day is hard. And so I like to utilize when they're asleep. I also sometimes meal prep in the mornings as part of my morning routine. I kind of think about what can I do in my morning routine to help the day go by smoother. Sometimes it's this recording podcast that I don't have to do it later when everyone is awake. Sometimes it's just spending a little more time reading and journaling. Sometimes it's meal prepping and cooking and baking some bread or something in the kitchen. So I like to utilize the morning time as well. I also have them help me. So if it's something that they could kind of help me in dump dump the ingredients in there or stir with me or you know emma we have these like kids safe knives so they'll chop things up for me i have them help me i involve them because honestly they're way more likely to eat the food and they get so excited they always want to help me cook dinner and so i have them help me and then my last resort is to just let alex make the mess that he wants to make he usually empties out all my tupperware lids and towels and he plays with them he tries to fill up my measuring cups with water which then i lock our fridge so that the floor isn't we slipped before and i'm like what is this puddle of water and it was alex so i sometimes just embrace the mess that he's going to make it's always 
you know, clean, cleanable. I don't have that many. Um, I try to keep a very minimal kitchen. So it's not like he's emptying out like 30 Tupperwares. It's like six, you know, and so everything is kind of put awayable, if you will. And so I kind of let him make the mess because I do prioritize having a healthy home cooked meal. Most nights of the week, we still, we're, we still order pizza once in a while. We still do takeout, all of those things. But, um, I really do like to cook for my family. And so even with the kids around, these are just some things that have helped me. So that's a great question. Number two, how do I let go of being perfect with habit tracking? I keep trying and starting over when I don't hit everything. So I talk a lot about habit tracking. So this is probably where this question is coming from. And I just want you to know that I have been there. I used to buy brand new journals and then throw out, throw it out if I had a, a quote bad day or I would rip out pages so I could quote start over. I have started and stopped so many things in my past because that is what perfectionism does to you. Perfectionism will kill consistency. Consistency is simply doing something long enough to see the fruit of your labor, right? Long enough to see the results. And consistency literally stops that and kills that. I mean, perfectionism stops that and kills that in its tracks. And so I just want you to ask yourself two questions about how to let go of being perfect with habit tracking. Number one, what would happen if you just kept going? All those times that you stopped and started and stopped and started, what would happen if you just kept going? What would happen if success was defined as 80% instead of 100% so that if you did skip a day or skip a habit, it didn't matter. You just kept going. This is something I had to do. I had to redefine what a successful day meant for me. So a successful day did not mean hitting 100% of my habits. It meant hitting 80% of my habits and then showing up again tomorrow and then showing up again the next day. Because everything you do is a deposit towards the person that you want to be. James Clear says this in his book, Atomic Habits, a great book. Everything counts. Every habit is a vote for the person that you want to be. It's a it's a deposit in that savings account that you're trying to grow into, you know, $100,000 or whatever it is. That's like a metaphor. But everything you do matters. Every habit, every time you show up, every routine that you do matters. And it's a vote for the person that you want to be. And so ask yourself, what would happen if I just kept going? That's the first question I want you to ask. And even journal on this. If you're a journaler, even if you're not a journaler, I think everyone should be a journaler. So ask yourself, what would happen if you just kept going? The second question I want you to ask is, where has this perfectionism gotten you in the past? Has it gotten you anywhere? Or has it stopped you? Like I said, perfectionism will kill consistency. Usually perfectionism gets us nowhere helpful. It's honestly been an unhelpful character trait for me. It's not something to be praised. When I was growing up, everyone said, oh, you're such a perfectionist. And I thought, oh, what a good thing, right? Like this is a positive thing until I realized this was honestly like not a good character trait and it was not helping me get anywhere. And it was actually self-sabotaging. I mean, one of the reasons I was a binge eater is because I wanted to be perfect with my diet. And every time I was not quote perfect, I had a sweet, I had chips and salsa, I had a brownie. I would then say, well, forget it. I already had that one food. Let me just have everything else, right? And so it was not a helpful trait. And so I want you to ask yourself, where has this gotten me in the past? Where has this gotten me in the past? Has it gotten me anywhere closer to my goals? Or has it gotten me farther from my goals? Is it worth holding on to this identity? I firmly believe that we can be renewed. God is a God of renewal. Your mind can be renewed. You don't need to be a perfectionist anymore just because you've been one in the past. So I want you to ask yourself, where has this gotten me? Has this gotten me closer or farther to my goals? And maybe it's time I let this character, this identity go and embrace imperfect consistency. And so 
I want to encourage you, my friend, keep going. Let it go and do the next right thing. That is something that all of my clients, no matter how many years ago that I worked with them, they hold on to that. Let it go and do the next right thing. Let go of the day that maybe didn't go the way that you wanted. Maybe you didn't hit all the habits that you wanted and then do the next healthy thing, the next right thing, the next thing that aligns with the habits and the goals and the routines that you want. And I promise you that that is where the consistency is. It's what you do right afterwards that matters. It's not about the hard day or the bad day or the day that maybe it was a weekend day and you were out of your normal routine. It's what you do afterwards that truly matters. And so I encourage you to keep going and really question the two questions to ask, what would happen if I just kept going? And then has this ever gotten me anywhere good? Has this gotten me closer to my goals? And so I hope that those answers were helpful. I love doing these Q and A's. Make sure, and even if I don't have a question box up on Instagram, you can just DM me a question that I can add to my list so that I can do it on the next month's podcast for the Q and A. So happy almost end of November. We are now back from our cruise at the time that this episode will come up. We are back from our cruise. And so maybe I'll do a little like cruise recap episode. Um, and I hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving and is having a great time of the year. I love this time of year. We are almost into December, into Christmas. And so I'm just absolutely loving this time of year. So I hope everyone has a great day and I will chat with you later. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.